What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Put Work In podcast. After a short break, we are back Vacation. and ready. Yeah, I don't even intermission sabbatical. Maybe, maybe this is something we do in the future. I don't know. I didn't feel like we burn out or anything. I feel like we just got, got busy, busy on the days yeah, we that we got filmed. busy for a couple weeks. We all had trips. I don't know. Yeah, I guess Trevor had a trip. All colliding. Yeah, work trip. But we're back. Shoot, every and trip I take's a work trip. Ready I stay working. to put in, what is this thing called again? Put work in. <laughs> Push ready to put the work in. in. bro. I know it's something we put in. We're I haven't really in. seen you guys in like two weeks, I guess. I don't even know. I guess y'all. Three years. I ain't really seen For the people in watching, they can kind of see. <laughs> It's like, like two days ago, Peyton. In the face. I think him and Peyton got into it. And, yeah, that freaking uh, Spartan was brutal. brutal. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, bro, shut up. <laughs> he just punched him square in the face. What he's referring to is we went and did a Spartan, which we might get into this episode. It's coming soon, the breakdown. We, Me and Peyton, just me and Peyton, we went, we spent... Four or five days together. Four days, I think. Y'all cuddled at night. Yeah. Yeah. Had to cuddle with somebody. Big spoon. You, gotta, you gotta save the money and get that one bed, you know. Shoot. Too bad it costs more. Should just went with no no beds. Yeah. No bed. Sleep. Gotta get hard, floor. you know, sleep on the We could have camped, bro. Been watching a lot of camping videos. We should have just yeah. got a tent. Let's go, let's go camping. It was so cold. <laughs> we would have had to oh, cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, snap. But um, besides that, I know, Dylan, you did the open. Or yeah, it's been since get then. Into that in a second. But since we recorded. Yeah. The open. Peyton. Spartan. Open. Peyton did it too. Working. Actually, yeah, this is like. Two topics me and him did, and Trevor just kind of gets left out because he didn't do either one. Yeah. He gets to be the main interviewer. <laughs> he's like, I'm he's the, the questioner. Yeah. I was definitely the more prepared the week prior. Then I had a, my notebook that had notes in it, but, you know, I don't know where it's at now. But. So, uh, I don't know. Dylan, why don't you <laughs> just start by Saying what the open is, bro. The open is the open, bro. CrossFit open. Yeah. Explain to me, because I remember when Lake was on the podcast, y'all were talking about CrossFit stuff. I didn't. I was just sitting here like a nut on the law. We didn't even go into that, though. I know. I'm just saying, like, I don't know anything about the world of CrossFit. So explain to me what the Uh, open is. I know that it's like three weeks of it. Yeah, it's three weeks to last, what, two years? So it's it's, a... it's an online competition open to anybody. That's why it's called the Open. All you got to do is pay your $20, which is it's not bad compared to some of the other fees. Uh, but you just basically, they put out these workouts, CrossFit does, every year. And you do them. And then, then you can see how you do compared to everybody else that does them. I, I was like, I don't know how many, hundreds of thousands of people do them. Uh, that you're going up against. So you're going up against, you know, people that just walked into the gym that day. You know, it's their first day. They're probably going to do it. And then 
you know, the best of the best, the Matt Frazier's, the, I don't know, Noah Olson's, Rich Fronings, the, 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 you know, I don't don't even know why I said her. (laughs) That's your girl, bro? Frick Wells. Yeah, you're going up against the best of the best and just the, you know, everyday person that's never, sometimes even never even done a workout. You can scale them down that much and you'll get on the leaderboard uh, if you do it and put your score in. But uh, yeah, it's a yearly competition basically. So if I if you make the top ten percent, you go to the next round, which is quarterfinals, and then you go to it's I don't know what's the next uh, requirement is, but you go to semifinals if you do really good at the quarterfinals. Is it top sixty or something? Top 30, I don't know. Top 60. Yeah, something like that. And uh, I think maybe top thirty in each region, maybe top sixty. Yeah, top thirty. I don't know. Uh, but you, whatever it is, you you go to the semifinals after the quarterfinals, and then the top so ever however many they determine that year goes to the CrossFit Games, which is the CrossFit World Championships. It's basically. the Super Bowl of CrossFit. Yeah, and it's really cool if you've never watched it. They have really good movies on it on uh, so everywhere the open now. Is kind of like the qualifier for it. Yeah, the open yeah. is that for the everyday person just to kind of see where they're at year to year, which there's been arguments about whether it's a good test, uh, whether, you know, cause it's different every year, whether you can actually see your progress. Cause if the test is lean, leans more towards strength one year and you're strong, you're going to do better. But the next year, if it's more body weight based, then, you know, somebody else might do better and you still might actually be the same, but you look way worse on the leaderboard. But, Honestly, if you're getting a significant amount of, you know, better, then you're going to see the difference on the leaderboard. And uh, I've already said it on the podcast before, but my goal this year. uh, So let me just break down. I mean, I can't. So the the first year, spreadsheet. The first year I did it, uh, I got 49th percentile, which I had only been doing CrossFit for like two months max, maybe. Forty-ninth percentile. I was pretty happy with that. Uh, By the way, so the, next, the bottom forty-nine, not like top forty-nine or something. Yeah, it's, the it's, higher the number, the better. Yeah, the percentile number is a weird number. But if you don't know, now you yeah. know. Forty-ninth means I didn't know. There's fifty-one percent above me. Yeah, like so, if you make it the ninetieth percentile, it's top ten percent. It's weird, but yeah, go on. The next year, I was like, all right, I just want to get ten percent better. All right, so come the next year, uh, you know, I was kind of doing what Peyton was doing. We didn't really do much CrossFit until we made – I really avoided it. Let's just say that. And I didn't have that accountability because I was just following what he had, and I could pick and choose. Uh, I think I might have got pretty good – pretty pretty significantly stronger. I'm not sure. But uh, I did get it, have an injury the year before, like right after the Open, that put me back like six months. But – uh so I wasn't worried about CrossFit. I wanted to get my strength back. So that's where I was. The next year, I was like, okay, so that was 2021 was 49th percentile. 2022, my goal was 59th percentile. I got 33rd. So that's 16% worse. Which you can, so you, got, you, you, you could blame that. You could, yeah. So there's been three tests yeah. since 2021. That's when I started. But uh, you could say, oh, the tests weren't in my favor or whatever, because there was a strength test in 2021. 
which I consider myself not very strong. But it's my theory that most CrossFitters aren't very strong at all. Uh, so if there's a strength test, I'm going to come very highly on the leaderboard, even if the dude that's in first place lifts 200 more pounds than me. I'm still going to come pretty high. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 2022, 33rd percentile, which is 16% worse. So coming into 2023, I wanted to do it. I wanted to prepare. So last year, let's just go back to last year in my training. Uh, kind of stayed the same route for a while. Uh, eventually picked up Lake as my coach and uh, was just doing bodybuilding and was preparing for a marathon. So not CrossFit. You know, every three weeks I might do a CrossFit workout. So I would... And even closer to the marathon, we cut. I cut that out, you know, as the bodybuilding workouts got more intense and, you know, time. I just had a baby in, like, August. So uh, we prepped for the marathon. Thanks. So, like, the two weeks before the marathon, I was like, all right, after the marathon, all in on CrossFit. We're going to get after it. Um. So I was just doing like running and bodybuilding, which is not CrossFit. CrossFit's high intensity, super varied movements. It's different. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to define unless you know what it is. But uh, it's just a different it's a different training methodology all the way around. So after the marathon, which I wasn't sure I would do good at all, honestly, because I hadn't done any CrossFit and the marathon was only like a month and a half, maybe two months before the open. I may have been a little longer, but it's not very long in front of the open. And uh, so I've transitioned. I actually had like a week or two of recovery. And the first week I was back doing CrossFit training was an online competition from my program. So I guess it was kind of a good test to to, uh, kind of see where I was then. But I really enjoyed the prep. Um, and my goal for 2023 was to get uh, top 50%. So I was going to be jumping like, well, I really wanted 20% just to make up for the last year and then, you know, get a little better. So I really, my main goal was to be better than my first year. So top 50%, and that would be like a 20. 17%. That'd be like a, yeah, 17% jump, which is huge. That's, I mean, that's. If there's, you know, if there's 200,000 people you're going against, that's like 40,000 people you got to jump. And my math's a little off, but, you know, 15 to 20,000 people you got to jump. That's Double. a lot of fights. Yeah, you got to, like, thing in the same them up, bro. <laughs> and uh, so that was my goal, top 50%, which I was just like, I was going back and forth between 20% better and top 50%. But either way, the same goal, you know, within the 3%, you know, 50 to 53%. Uh, so yeah, I've prepped, went all in on the CrossFit. Actually, you know, going into the Open this year, I only had really one full week of CrossFit training, you know, because, you know, life. You're right, right. Sounds and then like we've all been trend, there. man. I felt like, like when we went into the marathon, we had like one I, solid week of training. It wasn't even that, bro. I don't even, I was thinking about it today because I ran six miles. And I was like, I don't even think I've ever done a six-mile training run besides like a 10K test by myself. 
I think when I I may have done five milers, but I'm pretty sure I only ever did four milers by myself. And then we did our long runs, it like fifteen mile runs on the week, like every other weekend, and we say every other weekend. It was like once a month at one point, so we were very unprepared. Yeah. But that was the only cardio I was getting. Uh, but yeah, I was kind of nervous. I was confident because I had prepped, so I was excited, and I'd put it out there like I'm doing this better. I'm. Like I'm going all in. I was out there. I put YouTube videos out there. I said on the podcast, I was like, "Let's do this." I'm gonna like hold myself accountable to this, and I'm really gonna have to go hard. So, most people are gonna do the workouts one time, and uh, they hurt that bad. They hurt that bad. Like it's it's. I don't know if you can elaborate, Peyton, but like it's a different intensity. Like that, just because it's a competition. Football in the summer. It's like for some reason, the open workouts compared to like, because like there's nothing different from them compared to like a standard class workout that, you know, may come on a program. I think it's the pressure and the competition. It's like, I want to do my best. Even if you you don't put it out there. Yeah, you want, and you want to beat the other people in the gym, but you want to do your best. Yeah, it just makes it hurt that much more. Like if you're going against Dylan and Kane and trying to, be the best in the gym, then the it freaking hurts. Yes. They all hurt. And so from that perspective, I did them all twice. And before, every time I did it, I had like butterflies and I was nervous. And I was like, oh, yeah. man, this is a bad yeah. idea. I really I don't want to do this. it gets even worse doing the second one because you know the first one hurt. And now yeah. you're about, I'm about to put myself through that again the second time. I even want to say that it, it helps a little bit doing it twice because – the second time you're like, okay, I know when this is going to hurt and how this is going to feel, but it's also, I know how this is going to feel and this is going to hurt. Yeah. I definitely think a second time's pretty advantageous because like you, uh, can just use the first, cause if you know, you're going to do it twice, you just use the first one kind of like a pacing tool, right. you know, just like, you know, how, that out. 1% you have to give just to get that, you know, one yeah, more like, rep figure out what you can and can't do during the first workout. Like how, how big of a set is too big for these wall balls, you know, or how you big of a set two. is too big on these toaster bars. One. And then toasty bars. Do better the next time. <laughs> Trevor has no idea what either of those are. <laughs> yeah. So saying that I did them all twice and every time until the last one, Cause the last one was so quick. I was like, it didn't even hurt that bad, but I was like, okay, I'm ready to redo this one. I might even redo it, you know, today or tomorrow. Cause it, re- it really didn't hurt that bad. And it was so short, but the other two, the first two, which would we'll go into them if y'all re- want to go that deep. But the first two, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not redoing that. As soon as I finished it, I was like, like laying down, like, why would I ever do that to myself again? And then, you know, a day or two passes, I'm like, all right, let's do this. And then we had Jordan uh, Jordan on the podcast, and he was pumping me up. And that was between yeah. the first workout and my second attempt. Video. And I was like, in the background. I was like, man, I'm about to go crush this workout. So, yeah, my goal was top 50%. What do y'all, I mean, where do y'all want to go from here? I could go deeper on each workout. I could tell well, y'all so how I actually like did. explain each workout and then just like. Which I haven't revealed how I did yet in this episode. 
Yeah, I think uh, we could go week to week, workout to workout. My strategies, like we don't have to go like nerdy on it, but like I could go mindset in each workout. Yeah, I don't think going into this specific workout, we could just link your video to the actual open that people want to actually check. Yeah, out I have like nine or ten episode series on the open on my YouTube. Yeah, so. so if you want to check out the actual workouts, that's the place to get educated. I kind of want to hear more of the mindset. I feel like a lot of people in anything they do and what they can relate to is mindset of doing something hard or preparing for something that you want to accomplish when there is this layer of failure that could happen. So like, take me to week one. Mentally, how are you feeling going into it? Like prep and everything, do you feel like you did the best you could do? Uh, prep, kind of, like I said, I didn't have but like one week where I did the whole thing, but I, I felt prepared as much as I was going to be prepared. And that's something you kind of have to, you, no matter what, even through the marathon, I, I knew going into that, that, you know, there's only so much I could do. I just got to take what I, I'm going to do the marathon and I just got to prepare as much as I can and we'll see what happens. And that's kind of going into this as well. But, uh, you know, I, the hay was in the barn, so I wasn't super worried about, you know, my preparation at that point. You know, it was on, I can't go back in time and redo it. So I just took what I had. And, I, you know, I was excited because I was like, okay, you know, it's here. Because, you know, usually the, the year before I went into the Open and I was nervous. I did not want to do it. And I was like, I was dreading it a lot. And I feel like certain workouts even like the mile test we do or like murph uh like when i go into it like with realistic expectations and you know knowing it's gonna hurt knowing the pain i'm gonna go through but still at the same time okay i know what i have to do uh, i'm excited but it's gonna hurt it's like being realistic but at the same time being positive about it has been like i think that's been my best mindset going into stuff because you know, if you go in there and you're like, just like, oh man, this is going to hurt so bad. I really don't want to do this. You're going to sandbag it. You're going to try to avoid the pain. You're, you're just not going to put out. But if you go in there like, yay, you know, this is going to be great. This is going to feel like eating pie. You know, you're going to go in there. It's going to start hurting. A and you're going to, yeah, you're going to start hurting. As soon as you start hurting, you're going to quit because it's going to hit you like, like Mike Tyson punches you in the face. Uh, but if you go in there with realistic expectations, all right, this is going to hurt really bad, but I'm going to do my best. And I'm excited. I've prepared. I put it out there. And I feel like, you know, that pressure you were talking about, I put that pressure on myself, like not just in my own head, but, you know, by going on the podcast and saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is my goal. And then making a whole YouTube series about it. This is my goal. This is how I'm going to do. I'm putting it out there, holding myself accountable. A lot of people set goals in their head, but they're not going to tell anybody because it's scary. And if they tell somebody and they don't hit it, then they're just going to look like a fool. But if if they tell somebody and they do hit it, it's kind of like, I don't know if we went into that before. Yeah, I think we have on the marathon episode. It's like, you know, I've done that for a lot of things in my life is, uh, you know, don't, I put half effort into it. So, you know, if I happen to do good, I'll feel great about it. But if, uh, you know, I don't do that great, 
I just say, well, I didn't really, I didn't really try. So going into it, I wanted to put that pressure on myself and put it out there. Like I'm shooting big for this one. And yeah, so I put the pressure on myself really. And going into the first workout, I was like, okay, well, obviously there was this, there was a skill, there was a movement in there that I couldn't do yet. I'd never done, but it was, there was a score, uh, so there was only a certain amount of reps I could do, you know, no matter how quick I did it, you know, no matter how, how hard I tried. Cause if, I knew at that point it's, I couldn't do is a ring muscle up. I couldn't do ring muscle ups at night out of breath and not tired. So I was like, there's almost no way I'm going to do it after this workout. If the, if it does happen, oh, well, really the first time attempts, I was really going in there just experiment and trying to see, just fill it out, see what happened. Uh, you know, I, I didn't go on there like guns a blazing, but, uh, you know, I really wanted to figure out how to approach these workouts. So on the second attempt, I could kill it. So the first, you know, I had a certain, I knew I wasn't going to finish the workout. I knew I wasn't going to get through the ring muscle ups. So I had to get through the cleans. So it was, I don't know if you, it was 60 cal row, I think 50 toes to bar, 40 wall balls, 30 cleans. So I got to the cleans and I wanted to quit so bad, bro. It hurt. It hurt way worse than I expected. Grinded through that. And then I finished. And so that's where I knew I would finish. It was just all about the time that I did finish those cleans. So, you know, I went into that with that expectation of if I would have been in there like, all right, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to hit a couple of ring muscle ups, then I you know, I would have been crushed because I didn't even get to the ring muscle ups the first time. I didn't even finish the cleans the first time. I don't think, I think I got like 27 of them because that, that workout really hit me in the mouth that first time, that first time through. And then Is that the one that got you, they all got me, bro. Yeah. This one, it definitely blew you up once you got to the cleans. Yeah. So what do you it, think? What do you think took you over the edge? It was like adrenaline. Just like, or fear of failure no like you mean like made me blow up like that no i mean you said the first time it's like you'd never done it without even being like ready for it and then this time you're about to do it you know out of breath yeah so the first time i did the workout you know i was just like just do my best because i hadn't even set in my mind that i was going to redo it but I was going to redo it. So the second time going in, I knew how much it would hurt. And I knew like all I, I literally laid out the workout rep for rep, timed every rep in review. Like after, like a couple days later, I went through my video, reviewed it and saw how much rest I took, saw my sets and reps, timed it all out and said, okay, I don't know the exact numbers, but it's say my toes to the bar were like, I went for bigger sets. I was like, all right, if I take a couple seconds off, they're even just one second off per rep, you know, it, through the whole workout, I'm finishing a minute or two minutes earlier. So I went very conservative, but at the same time, I kept myself to a, a standard of rest the second time because first time it was kind of hard to do that because I didn't know how it would feel. I just kind of like, it hurt. 
a lot. <laughs> Basically, the second time, I was like, all right, I know their pain. I think I could push these wall balls a little faster. I could break them up more. I could take three three second rests. I don't know. I got my sheet somewhere with all these. Like I've made a a, a rep for rep strategy of this workout, and uh, what did you just do? <laughs> he just unplugged something. I made a rep for rep strategy Uh-oh. of my workout, and. Uh, it worked out because <laughs> I was banking time. Like <laughs> it worked out, but uh, like when I, I didn't want to push it too hard, but at the same time I wanted to push it more. So I ended up doing my row the exact same time, and because I knew like there's only so hard you could push on a row and do better. So I think I broke my toes to bar, which is literally a toes to bar. You're hanging from the bar and touching the bar with your toes. So I broke those up more to give my grip some rest more. So, cause I was falling off the bar both times. And, uh, instead of like filling it out, resting 15, cause there was some sets where I was resting 15, 20 seconds. Some of them were like two or three seconds. So I took an average and say my average rest during those, during that, during that section of the workout was like eight seconds of rep. I just was like, okay, let's make it six. Like, and by the end of the, the section I knew like I was going to be cutting it close on the rest and it was going to be hard, but I was banking that time in the beginning. And, uh, so that's kind of how I approached the second one, I guess. Bank. Banked it. Bank. I did that Sunday with Peyton. Every time he did a workout on Sunday, I was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Fun fact. He beat me in that workout, but I beat him because I got an extra rep. Yeah, so there was like a tie break because there's a certain point that if you can't do a ring muscle up, a lot of people can't. So if you can get one ring muscle up, you're jumping like 20,000 spots and Peyton got one ring muscle up. But there's a tie break if you, you know, if you get, we both got one ring muscle up or if neither of us did, this tie break would help to put us in the leaderboard at the right spot to where when you finish the cleans, that was your tie break. So the first time I did it, I think I got 27 cleans. So Kane beat me, which we've had Kane on the podcast, and then Peyton did it, and he beat me, and then he got a ring muscle up. So I was like, "Well, there's no way I'm going to beat him." I mean, there was a way, but at the same time, I'm being realistic. Uh, I did give it a swing the second time. The second time, I finished like I think it was it over was like a minute, twenty-five or something. Yeah, like it was that. like a minute, minute and a half before the time cap. So, or maybe like it might have. It was fourteen minute time cap. It was a significant amount of time I had to do the ring muscle up. So I ended up doing three or more reps and I finished way ahead of time. So I did that much better and it hurt, bro. I was on the ground <laughs> after so it worked out. This is day one. Yeah. Day one. Week where, one. Where'd you finish at? Oh yeah. Week one. Where'd you finish at? All right. So week, week one after my second test, which I don't know what my first one was. Let me pull it up. Uh, I ended up, which I don't have the percentiles yet. They didn't put the percentiles the way I'm looking. Which which week were you sick, Peyton? That was one week where you got sick or something. I was sick pretty much all of February. He's always sick. I've been sick for like uh, two years now. 
<laughs> He's just sick of working out. So week one, it's 2023, 23.1. I finished 55,629th. Champion. Which I'm not sure how many people were in there open. I'm going to look it up, Peyton. You're, you got to pull it up. How many, how many men were in the open? Figure out my percentile. It won't let me view the open leaderboard, so I don't know. <clears throat> you could do it. You just got to mess around. It took oh, me a minute. I, I got it. Okay, let me see. Uh, let me look at men. Y'all didn't enter in the women's category. Uh, I should have, though. I probably would have placed higher. They still would have whooped us. I'm going to look see how many people were in the open. Yeah, you placed 
advantage. Biology. He's better at pull-ups, better at running. Burpees, you know, maybe not, but he did, he did have to jump. I was going to say he didn't have to jump as high, but his bar was higher. Biology. And you don't think about that. A lot of people don't think about that, but the pull-up bar that you use, you had to have it in the video. You had to have it. Uh, you couldn't, like, you had to have the pull-up bar, like, it couldn't be below, like, here, like, below your fingertips if you had your arms above your head. So, a lot of people didn't think about that, but the height of that pull-up bar, which our, our pull-up bars at the gym, they're either too short or too high. So, I got one of the higher ones, and Peyton got one of the even higher ones. They were, like, because I couldn't use a, a shorter one. Because, you know, your hand had to be below it. So we're looking at pull-up bars this far away from our hands. Uh, so we're jumping a good bit more than if we had the bars right. Which, uh, going into my retest, I considered that and actually went to Oxford CrossFit. Uh, which they had a pull-up so bar just my size. Twice. So I only retested it once, but I tested it twice. Uh, this is work. Okay. This is week two. Uh, so yeah. if, we'll go back to the first attempt. Peyton got the clear advantage over me. I didn't think about that going into the workout, but looking back at it, he did. He didn't have to take as many steps as me. We look at our we look at our runs, and he's. I'm I'm taking like for both of y'all. I'm taking way more steps than both of y'all if we run the same exact distance. Yeah, if I run like a 5k, I'm getting like 5k steps, like on the <laughs> dot. <laughs> Uh, I'd probably get like six or seven thousand. <laughs> yeah. I think I get like two thousand to twenty five hundred. I haven't yeah, figured I the exact, but that's that's my mileage. Ten k more than me than the in the marathon. Yeah, <laughs> I did a lot of walking though. So week one, he had the clear advantage over me. So day one, just think about this perspective too. Peyton hadn't trained CrossFit in nine months. <laughs> I did a couple <laughs> CrossFit workouts. Yeah, it, yeah, and there's a certain amount of fitness that you're going to keep regardless. And uh, so his baseline was a little down just because he hadn't trained that specific energy system. But saying that, it was a running workout. It was a pull-up workout, and he, that's one thing that he did do. So <laughs> we didn't think about that either. This is Two things, actually. Yeah, and the burpees are different. pull-ups and... Yeah, he did a lot. He does. He still does. Like that's one of the main things he's doing. It's like he's like David Goggins. He's doing pull ups and running. And uh, so going into that workout, I didn't think much about it. We're going, and he's flying out the gate, and I'm like, bro, I just had to let him go. <laughs> so he took the clear lead in that workout. He actually hammered that workout. Beat me and Kane. I think I beat Kane the first attempt on that one. I'm not sure, but uh, like by like two reps, which I didn't expect to beat Kane in any of these workouts. I ended up beating him in the first workout too, I think. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't expect to beat him at all because CrossFit is all he does. But, you know, he did have a little hiatus at the end of last year, broke his toe and all that. But saying that, he – we're not – we'll go into that at, later. I don't want to spoil how we actually ended – but uh, so yeah, we all actually had surprising endings to this open. Uh, but 
Uh, yeah, week one, Peyton crushed the first workout. The second part of the workout, so it was a two-parter. You had 15 min- minutes of running and pull-ups, just as far as you can get, as many reps. Burpee pull-ups. Burpee pull-ups. Way worse. Uh, which that was the main part of the workout. You could go slow on the shuttle runs and still – like there were people walking the shuttle runs and beating people that ran the shuttle runs. What the heck? Which I would have – wish I would have – tried that out but uh towards the end my shuttle runs were shuttle walks <laughs> part two of the workout you had five minutes to do a max thruster which a thruster is it's basically you had to do a clean into like i don't even know how to call it but you had to thruster like is a front one squat into a push press pretty much i mean that's what it is but it's also not because you can't it's just weird the way they did the standards it is that and that's what i call it too but it's basically you go into a squat clean. So you pull the bar off the floor, go into a front squat, and then as you come up, you can't stop. You throw the bar overhead. That's a thruster. Then you pass out. Yeah, you yeah. also that's possible. But uh, so clear winner, our prediction was Peyton on the strength because he's significantly stronger than me and Kane. And uh Kane, we I walked in on Kane finishing his attempt. He wouldn't tell me his weight, or I mean, or his time. It, wait, was that that week? No, the third week he wouldn't tell me because he told me every week. And after he did it, I beat him. So, <laughs> so I'm not but I wasn't I wasn't like taking his score and like strategizing based off his score and trying to beat him. But I was just trying to give it my best effort, which I like. You know, it, it's fun beating him. Fun, you know. I mean. I, Dragon Peyton, you know you beat me more than beat all of us when he was training. Yeah. He was the you've been, been beating people lately, so we might be chasing you here soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slacking. So clear winner in our minds was Peyton because he's significantly stronger than us. I walk in on Kane doing his thruster and he's doing two thirty five. I'm like. Wow! Every time you say I walked in on Kane, I just like instantly picture he's like he's like in the bathroom. You just walk in. He's just I have never seen Kane that hype. Dude was like, (laughs) you did the same thing right there. I was like, (laughs) bro was literally like, let's go. (sighs) You know, like me and Peyton are in the video. Me and Peyton do that all the time. Yeah, it's in the video. I walk in on Kane and he's just like cheering. He's super happy about it. I'm like, okay. It's on. I didn't know where I'd land. I wanted to land somewhere around the 200s. Uh, just because I think my max thruster that I'd ever done up to that point was like 185. And I think Jose was there when I did it. Jose? <laughs> this is random as Jose is. <laughs> he just shows up randomly. Random? But uh, So I was shooting for around 200. I knew I was a little stronger. A little better at that type of lift. Uh, and I knew Peyton. He was just going to blow that out of the water. So... uh. We go head to head on this part because we're still in the, you you can't you can't rest between the workouts. So you do the running and burpee pull ups, and you have to go straight into the heavy lift, which is not advantageous for a heavy lift if you're not used to it. So Peyton just goes out guns blazing on the first part, and I actually beat Peyton at the thruster at the strength event, which was a big two shocker pounds. by two pounds. Which ended up, it was actually eight pounds. Because I actually did it again and got even more. Well, first time. Most first time, yeah. Live action, I beat him by two pounds. I didn't know. In my defense, when I threw those one pound plates on there, 
I didn't know that you were doing 205. I wasn't even paying attention to you at all. And I was just going by what I, I was going to do. And I was like, okay, well, I need to add these these one pounds because that's going to boost me up the leaderboard by, you know, hundreds of spots. So I did that. And then Peyton's just looking at me crazy. And then I hit it. I think I might have missed it the first time, but I hit it. And I think you met it. You could go through your part of the workout, your perspective, but uh, I ended up beating you on the yeah, strength I missed, workout. I missed my first attempt as well. I I don't train CrossFit a whole lot anymore, mainly because I mean, I just crap hurts, you know. I like, I mean, I like the hurt sometimes, but like, yeah. And if you're not used to lifting under fatigue and that heart yeah, rate, that's what it was. Was like back when I actually trained CrossFit, it really didn't have like that big of an effect on my strength. Of course, going into this, I did like maybe two workouts to train for it. Cause I just, I only signed up for it because Dylan made me, cause I made him, I mean, $20 versus his $200 he spent, you know, I'm like, eh, I guess I got I'll screwed. <laughs> How do you but, spend $200? Uh, on a Spartan race. Uh, okay, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I guess I will. Why not? But yeah, the, uh, Cause I didn't, when Dylan says I went out guns blazing, he's probably a little bit over exaggerated. Just a that. little. But like, uh, looking I, back at it, I did like, I did better on the CrossFit workout than I was supposed to, in other words. And technically it was a super, it actually looking back at it, you know, like today, like I'm thinking about this now, uh, you were like a more f- fitter fit to do the first workout at that point you know because you've been running and yeah. you ran like 50 miles in january wasn't it for january yeah 50 uh lost to jonathan but uh <laughs> rip and then um you did a lot of pull-ups so even if you just take the crossfit part if that would have just been like running the pull-ups you do you would have done better just because that was your training but i my theory was like, okay, he just went out too hot. This until today, I changed my theory. Right now, my theory was he went out too hot and couldn't couldn't lift. But he just wasn't used to lifting under fatigue. That first part was, you know, it's a better workout for you. Just like physically, just because you have really long arms and because you're taller. That was like my that was like most of my training methodology. Was yeah, pull ups and running. Pull ups and running, just because like I wanted to do pull ups for Murph. And like I wanted to try to pull up Murph, which so that I, I mean it helps for your Spartan too. Yeah, so I just added Spartan a bunch people would kill that workout. And this workout, so the first workout was very what I would call CrossFitty, because you had a lot of movements that were only CrossFitters are doing toes to bar, you know, kipping toes to bar and wall balls. You know, weightlifters do cleans, and the way we CrossFitters do ring muscle ups, only CrossFitters are doing them that way. You know, gymnasts will do them strict, and not very many people are doing row and handstand pull-ups. Yeah, and stuff. I think it was a. I like that workout a lot. It's probably my favorite workout as a, like a straight up CrossFit. The next week, I call it like the way I see it is like two ends of a spectrum. Like you have the body weight warrior, body weight ninja, Spartan racer, endurance athlete. With if they can do, you know, if they're good with their body weight. More like a Spartan, not more like a marathon runner because they're just running. But they would do good at their shuttle runs. But, you know, pull-ups might be a problem for them. Burpee pull-ups and running, very good for like a Spartan athlete, OCR racer, 
endurance, like David Goggins type guy. And then Cam Haynes, you know, they do like upper body can move their body weight very well. And running is not a problem for them. Lighter weight person would do very good at that. And then the thruster, the other end of the spectrum, you know, like a bigger guy that, uh, you know, that can lift a lot of weight will do very good. That's the thing about the open is this, you know, my opinion, it's going to all come out in the wash because the guy that can, you know, do a 405 pound thruster, he's not going to do very good on the first part of that workout. And, you know, the guy that people, <laughs> I don't even think Peyton, I didn't even think Peyton would be a good example, but he killed the first part and, you know, he didn't kill the second part. So if you're biased in either way, you know, you might get top 10% of the first part. I think Kane actually ended up top 10%, maybe top 15% of that workout of the thruster. But, you know, if you do a four or five thruster, you get top 10%, top 1% of that, you know, you're going to get the bottom 10% of the, you know, maybe not that bad just because you have to be really out of shape to get below 50%. He was top <clears throat> 15,000, so he was top 10% on that one. Yeah, so Kane killed that. <laughs> if he would not have done that, bro, I would have I would have got him. <laughs> if I would have beat him at that, bro, because... We'll talk about that later. <laughs> it all worked out. Work out. Week three. Week Here we go. three. Last week. So actually, I redid the workout. Let's go back into my redo. And I got better on the first part and the second part. So I be- ended up beating Peyton by eight pounds instead of two. Uh, it may have been. I'm a math. Math may be off. Yeah, two fifteen instead of. Yeah, ten pounds. So even worse. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a couple more reps on the first part. Uh, I probably could have done better, but whatever. I'm only doing it twice. I did that actually at another gym, a new gym, where a friend of ours goes. He's a coach at. Uh, I just really wanted to try something else out. And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> I, I wasn't, like, protesting our gym or anything. I was just, you know, trying to get the best score I could. And they had a pull-up bar that fit me. Uh, so, I mean, it's... It's 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 not an easy task to reset the pull up bars, so, and you know I've never been to like a, a CrossFit affiliate, you know I, I you know I'm I'm not gonna go to Oxford CrossFit all the way in Oxford before I go to Go Performance. <laughs> What'd you drive right past it? What's up, guy? Yeah, like that'd be that'd be ridiculous to drive 25 minutes just to go to a gym and I have one like 10 minutes away and And you remember it. They're both solid gyms. You know, it might be a place I go every once in a while just to shake it up. And I think that's good to kind of change stuff up. Yeah. I mean that big, 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 big advantage is the Dunkin' Donuts like right across the street. So, and what did you think about the gym, Peyton? You was, you were there too. It was different being yeah, it was definitely CrossFit different. affiliate. But they had real rings, so they didn't actually hurt. I want to say, like, it was, I don't, I don't know the correct, it was gringy, grungy. <laughs> it was, uh, what's a good word for it? Grungier? Probably. It was like. Hard. Yeah, it was like a, 
I don't know what the word is, but it was like it's it's a cool vibe. It was a cool vibe. And if you're actually if you're in Oxford, I mean it's probably the cheapest CrossFit gym you'll ever find. I think they said the membership was like ninety dollars. So yeah, I think all the other ones are like one fifty. Yeah, and I was surprised by that. Um, you know, our gym's not a CrossFit gym. We have a really good gym. We have a lot of machines. You know, each thing has its own purpose. Uh, so yeah, I mean, go performance in baseball. Y'all hit it up. Hopefully, we'll have uh, the yeah, owner yeah. on soon. Yep. I sure agree. I I will never. <laughs> you know, I I've checked I our other gyms. Yeah, I've I've checked our other gyms place. out, bro. It's just our gyms. Like, I don't know. I don't want to talk down on our other gyms. Look, here's here's I mean, the other gym. I just rode by a snap the here's other day. It's closed. Dude, what'd you say, Peyton? So here's the other gyms in Batesville. And also, I've never been to that other gym that's left. But snap closed down. We have we had three. Now we got three. two. We actually have three now. Because Hosanna, if you count it, has a gym. The 180 Center. Did they tell people they were closing down? I don't know. It was coming a long way. Because yeah. when I was working at the city, like we cut them off regularly, and it would be no a long time before they get cut back on. Dang, that's crazy. So there's that. But week what three, shout week out to Go three. Performance, shout out to Oxford CrossFit, both awesome gyms. Week three, back to Go Performance. I walk in, Kane says, "I'm not telling you my score," but I got the clues. I knew exact. I knew like kind of the area he landed in. Because they kept talking, and I was listening, and I was like, "I could, I could nail you down a few reps." So I don't remember now, though. <laughs> so don't ask. Where did we actually land week two on the leaderboard? I got on the first part. I got seventy four thousand nine hundred eleventh, and then the second part, I got thirty two thousand one hundred forty eighth. That goes back to the which two fifteen is what I ended up with. Got me in thirty second thousandth place. And, you know, I don't consider 215 to be, like, a super good score on that workout. But, like I said, you know, I'm above average, above the average CrossFitter's strength. So, that helped me out a lot. And if they didn't have that workout, I probably, you know, I probably, that and the clean in week one and the snatch in week week three helped me out. You know, they were hard and they were heavy for me. But to someone that doesn't strength train and they just do CrossFit week to week cardio every day, I was going to do a lot better than them. My eight reps that I had on Dylan placed me 20,000 spots ahead of him on that Sheesh. week two workout. Yeah, so you got like 54th? Yeah, I got 54,500th place. So, relatively. 74,911th. That was my work, worst finish. It's insane that that's that many people doing this. Yeah. That was my worst finish. So, but still, top half. So I'm looking good, so and then the, the part B of that thirty-two thousandth helped me out a lot because that yeah, was like forty-two. That's top twenty percent, almost uh, for week for my twenty-three point two B, and Peyton's you know he he did really good on that too. Uh, so week three twenty-three point three. Uh, I don't even remember the exact workout, but it was like. Shoulder endurance, skill, yep. What is it? Tell me what it is. So you do, it's five wall walks, 50 double unders, 15 snatches at at 95 pounds. 
So high shoulder endurance, high. Uh, I think it was ninety five, then one thirty five. Yeah, and then uh, you do five wall walks again, 30, fifty double unders, and then you do twelve snatches. High skill, weight. which a lot of people like. The, a lot of people don't consider double unders as you know high skill, but to me, someone who struggles with it, Peyton, you know, he does better than me. Uh, it's a Peyton's high skill. Consistent with them. It's a high skill. You know, yeah, and going into that, I was like, this whole workout's really going to come down to those double unders. So, I, like, super overpaced the first version, the first, the first test, the first time I did it. Uh, just because I think I was just conserving too much, but it's a quick little, like, it's basically like there's six minutes in the workout. And if you get to a certain point, you get three more minutes. And if you get through that, you get three more minutes. And I wanted to kind of... The, the thing about these workouts is because you really don't know where you're going to land. So first attempt, I was like, okay, I just want to finish the first part and then work my way through the handstand push-ups, which is uh, where a lot of people finish. Uh, and then going in, Kane didn't get to the handstand push-ups, I don't think. And then... Uh, so I was like, okay, well, maybe not going to happen. So I went into the workout knowing that the double unders would be an issue. Uh, the crazy thing is like for the last two years, I don't even, I wouldn't say the last two years, but last year in the open, uh, like I had been working on muscle ups, bar muscle ups and double unders and was doing pretty good at them. And then the open comes around and like, I completely forget how to do both of them. I don't know. It must be like the pressure. I don't know. This year, uh, the I'm going to be honest, the program really didn't do much double under work. Uh, so, you know, every once in a while, maybe once a week, I'd do some double unders. But we knew it was coming because it's been in the open every year. Uh, pretty basic movement. It's just jump rope, but you go – it goes under twice, double under. Uh, so – I knew that would be a deciding factor, how that went. Uh, and it fell apart. <laughs> so I did the first attempt, and it fell apart. And I landed somewhere. I did. I think I did a lot worse than I was expecting. But after the workout, you know, it was only six minutes, so I was, like, still fresh. And I was like, I'm ready for my redo. The only workout I was ready for my redo. How did you – you didn't do it till Sunday. Yeah. So I redid it on Sunday. Uh, so going in the second attempt, I knew, all right, the double unders are just going to be trash. So I got to go hard on the rest of the workout just to make up time lost on the double unders. So I actually did, I think I actually did worse on the double unders the second attempt, but I went so fast on everything else that I blew my time out of the water. I don't know where I, I don't know where I landed, honestly. Actually, me and Peyton tied, but he beat me by a second. Beat you by. Five seconds. Five seconds. We did the same. We tied, bro. It was this open was so close. Usually, matter of fact, like you put the wrong tie break time. You did it in two fifty six, but you put two fifty five on there. Ugh. I remember. So, no. Nah. You want to fight? Yeah. <laughs> well, so they already beat you once. Now. All right. So hit you again. Looking back at that, let's see where we landed. Too when I did that. Let's see where we landed. 
59,062nd place. So, so did, still top third. Yeah. Rolling. So, that then, obviously, top third in every workout. I beat my goal. Where did I, I'm a, where did I end up? Let's see. 50,000th and 62nd place. I hate that it doesn't have the percentiles up anymore. But I got it somewhere in my video. And they don't have this updated yet either. But 50,000th place is where I ended up. 50,000th and 62nd. Overall. Overall. At all four weeks. And saying that, Kane and Peyton, I'm pretty sure they both beat me. <laughs> but I placed the same percentile as last year. I placed 76. The crazy thing is, they did better this year. And they were the least prepared they felt in years. And then usually they blow me out of the water and I was sitting here. I was beating them at some workouts. I beat both of them at some workouts. They both beat me at others. It was so close, bro. We all landed like right there next to each other. And uh, that's pretty cool, I thought. So I'm going to go 50,000th. I mean, what can you? what more can you ask for? Let's see if I can figure out the math. 50,000. I'm gonna try to do the math. It's gonna be a rough estimate. How do you It'll know you're gonna be your percentile? about 79th percentile? Probably. I mean, not 79th, 71st percentile. Yeah. Or something. something like that. It's, top, it's gonna be 70 something because I was 76th and you were 6,000 places under me. Yeah, so we were pretty close. I think it was 74th. That's where I landed. So when you got when you found out you landed there, how did that like what was that initial reaction? Well, I knew. Like based off the first <clears throat> week, I was feeling good because I landed top third. Second week, I was pretty much in the same spot. And then the third week, I knew it was gonna be it was gonna be very hard for me not to hit my goal. I'd have to do really bad. So it didn't like hit me all at once. I was like, oh my gosh, cause I kind of knew it week to week. And that confidence actually Probably helped me week to week. I was like, man, I'm fit. Uh, man, I've, I'm super like proud of myself. You know what's crazy is that my worst placements on these workouts are always in the wall wall workouts. Because you suck out. Yeah. Thanks. I'm done with CrossFit. I'm just going to run. <laughs> man didn't even try, and he did better than all of us. <laughs> he did better than me and Kane, and he didn't even train for yeah. it. And like if I was him, bro, I'd be like, "Dang, bro, I'm going to quarterfinals next year." Yeah, because he has a real shot if he actually would train. So next year, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to get up there, at least close to quarterfinals. Next year, top twenty year percentile. What if I come in and like beat everybody? Impossible. You got to give it a shot, man. Every, I think everybody should try CrossFit at least once. Yeah, bro. You, <clears throat> you I mean, do pretty good. You're pretty in shape. I think I'm going to join a CrossFit gym. So. I mean, apparently it helps me your running. Because <laughs> every time yeah. I PR'd my run, which every time I've run a 635 mile, which is my PR, I've been heavy into CrossFit. Would they, if you're talking 5K and less, it really, CrossFit really, uh, it helps. I know, you know, CrossFit's one of those controversial fitness areas, but 
when you actually look at it and put aside the uh, funky-looking pull-ups. You know, like, it... You have to. It, it's a it's a good training methodology. You have to be patient. It's just like anything. Like, it's it's just easier to be patient. Like, okay, it's obvious you can't handle a certain weight on a certain exercise when you're doing bodybuilding. So you just progress your way up. And a lot of people get into those kipping movements and stuff like that before they're ready. Like, you need to build the strict strength. You need to build the coordination. It takes a long. T- it took me a long time. Like. I'm pretty regular guy. It, you know, I don't consider myself, you know, an elite athlete or any type. Like I'm just a normal dude, and it took me a long time, like a while, to learn some of this stuff. So it's just, and a lot of people they don't ever try. Like a lot of people don't ever try to do, bless you, to do anything. They'll just scale for life. I mean, I guess there's nothing wrong with that, but you're just—it's not the same workout. Yeah, everything is scalable, but I guess it, you know, it depends on what your goal is doing it. If you're just trying to stay fit and healthy, like you look at the people at our gym, you know, if you're just trying to stay fit and healthy, you know, as you're getting older, you know, scaling doesn't hurt anything. If you're trying to get better, I think long term, trying to get fitter, you know, like you got to start doing, if you're going to scale, don't scale this to the same thing every time you scale. Yeah, there's a lot of different things you could do. I think long term you need to be shooting for the higher skills just so you can get that same workout but at the same time like there's nothing wrong with scaling that if you can just get the you want to you need like my main advice would be just if you go join that gym Trevor focus on strength like even if they don't like you might have to get you a $20 membership to whatever <laughs> global gym and like focus on strength cuz strength is going to it's gonna, it's gonna roll over to all sure. everything else. Like it's gonna be very beneficial. It's gonna keep you healthy. Uh, you're gonna be able to do Joints. these movements. Yeah. So like, so like before that's you probably my main try advice. Transitioning. I got, like- I got one thing, in kind of like closing because there, you know, there's a lot of supporters out here, and there, but there also is always gonna be haters, and there was a hater that came to me. I'm not going to say the name because they're not here to defend themselves. <laughs> so they might be on one day and they will bring it up. But they said, it's like how, and I want you to answer this because I want to hear the answer to it, but you finish and, you know, hit your goal, you're on your journey, and you finish, you know, thousands of place in a global scale. Cause some people they they look at that it's like man that's like a failure like you're three hundred thousand you're thirty thousand what would you say to that mm, probably had everything in their life given to them what do you got to say Peyton I said I tell them they look funny <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they obviously know. don't have any empathy they probably have a hard time keeping friends. Uh, they're going to end up lonely. I think that, I don't know. That, I think of it like the Spartan races, right? You know, of course, we'll get into that next episode. We don't have enough time this episode. But, like, you know, you're racing against thousands of people, right? So you come and, like, 
me and Dylan, what was it, like, placed 700th overall out of, like, our 1,400 people that did the race that we did. Like, that sounds bad, but we did what Dylan could do. Yeah, I, I don't even think we did what I could do. <laughs> like yeah, I was just I was just running. Like I didn't. Bro was, bro was having fun. I reached my goal put it that way. Hit the finish line. Uh, yeah. Like that's something like with our podcast, we're we're trying to get people out there. Like we recommend walking a lot uh, to people. They probably look at like like they they wouldn't understand that. They wouldn't understand the regular person because uh, you have to start somewhere. Like I said, I'm a regular guy. Uh, you know, our marathon time, not impressive at all. But, you know, our goal was to go out there and finish. And we did better than most people. I mean, you can't be the best at everything. And most people won't get close. Uh, so just by attempting, just by doing it, you're going to be, in my opinion, top 1% to 10% of anybody. Because most people aren't going to get off their butts and try. Yep. I think uh, what I commented with was like everybody's on their own journey. And one thing I've noticed in the last year is just like running my own race has gave me the most peace about everything. Yeah. And if you like. Because, yeah, I mean, like you need people to push you and stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's your own race. And it's like for someone that's one, not even doing it. But two is going to say like how big of a failure it is when in your mind it's an accomplishment. Yeah, and if you if you come from that perspective of you have to be the best, the best at anything you do, you'll never do anything that doesn't suit yeah. you. That it isn't hard. Like you'll never even be satisfied. Right, you're going to be doing the only thing that you're good at. <laughs> you're never going to challenge yourself if you don't do anything that you yeah. suck at. Yeah. And that's going to discourage people from ever trying. And like, you got to embrace being uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's kind of the opposite of what we're trying to do here is we're trying to push people, even if it's just the smallest way. Like, even if it's just, look, go outside and walk for 10 minutes. Even if it's just that, we all have to start somewhere. And maybe it's even starting conversations about it. Yeah. Like, and like at the end of your life, if you're only, you know, even if you, you're like you go start there and you like only made so much progress that some people wouldn't even deem impressive like you're better today than you were yesterday yeah like what we've said since the beginning you know set an achievable goal don't put it so small like it's you're gonna hit it in a week but you know set these goals that you think are gonna be hard but just put the work in hit these goals and then put your, make a next goal. You know, if you walk Keep 10 minutes this ladder. day and you're like, you know what? I want to go five more minutes the next time, you know, yeah. that's not super, that's not unachievable, you know? And like, I'm not sharing my progress to like, be like, man, yeah, I'm so much better than you guys. Like everybody below me. It's more like, bro, look at how much progress I made. You know, it was such, you know, I, I was committed and dedicated but honestly, like I didn't work that hard to make that progress. And you could put up, you know, just 1% more effort and make so much progress. So, I mean, that, I, what I'm trying to do is encourage people to just step out and challenge yourself and do something, not just, you know, be like, well, you know, I can't, I, 
I'm 400 pounds, but I, I'm not going to be 200 pounds tomorrow. I'm not going to be, you know, the, the next uh, Chris yeah. Bumstead. So I'm not even going to try. So <clears throat> let me just sit on the couch, yeah. eat my potatoes, and die. Yep. But we all die. A little bit sure. of a rant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it depends on your goal. If you're not trying to live long, <laughs> yeah. Some of us are going to die on the couch. Some of us are going to die carrying the boat. Yep. No, in the boat. Let me get in the boat. <laughs> yep. Uh, but any closing statements? We're getting close on time. Next episode, we're going to talk about the Spartan race. I'm interested to hear about that because I don't really know. We're going. We're going. We're going to get Trevor to do one. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'll do one. It's looking like next <laughs> end of this year, maybe. I don't know if we're trying to run a marathon yeah, next year. October. I'll tell next you year what. For sure. You know, for. I think because, you know, we're planning to do that September one, definitely. Yeah, uh, there is a Florida there. one in December. I know yeah. you'll be in that direction of living. I think it's nah, probably Jack- not near the end. Jacksonville like or something? Yeah. Three years before I get down to Florida. Oh, whoops. I'm being had as We'll see. We're still like- strategizing our races. <laughs> yeah. Man, we're not going. We're not going to win. We shouldn't even try, honestly. Yeah, let's just give up here. Yeah. <laughs> let's just give up now. I'm going back to eating. No, <laughs> let me Mountain let me see how much weight Jesus. I can gain before I die. Man, eating Mountain Dew and drinking cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ooh, that's a wrap, hey, guys. Yep. You can follow us on all socials. We're posting more shorts now, so check out the shorts. They've been pretty funny lately. I've been enjoying them. So that's all on YouTube, Instagram. Put work in a podcast. Facebook. You Just find me, Jess Trev. My content has slowed down, but I've been feeling inspired you busy? lately. Getting married. Yeah. Getting married, moving, remodeling a house. Got to sell it. Working. Shooting. Et cetera. Putting the work in. Et Putting the work in. Et you ain't the CEO, bro. You should quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ain't nothing, I'm gonna go man. in I'm gonna go in Monday and be like, look, I know y'all got me out here, but I'm not the CEO, so Yeah, I'm yeah, not I'm quit. not high on the company. Y'all I'm I'm quitting. I'll see y'all later. I'm just gonna quit. See y'all later. Peyton. I did April Fool's prank yesterday, Mackenzie. I was like, I just don't I think I'm gonna go in Monday and That's quit. Bad, I don't really like this job. <laughs> She was like, "What?" I, I We're not was it was good though. She su- she supported me, oh. but then when I was like April Fools, she's she like, "Woo!" Thought, thank goodness. I thought man, that I was, was like going a different direction when you said you pulled an April Fools joke. On. I'm pregnant. Like, yeah. well, I mean, like, look, uh, I yeah. can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It's too stressful. Let's not get married. <laughs> yeah, spend all this money. Let's just call it right. Here. I'll take this money and uh, invest it <laughs> after we just spent uh, the whole day. Packing up boxes. Yeah, I know you packed up all these boxes. But you know what? Can you help me finish packing? Pack them now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't finish packing, it. and then we'll just call it. At, follow me at Deal the Young Instagram. Yeah, we'll try to put the open videos in the description yeah. so y'all can check out the workouts. It's pretty pain yelling. It's pretty good series in my opinion. It's probably my what I YouTube wise. I, I put the most work into into this. Uh, but yeah, I'm super, super uh, proud of myself. Made a big, like a huge amount of progress. Uh, looking forward to pushing even further next year. So, 
it's all about you know making the progress you can and not being complacent. So yeah. I ain't I ain't stopping. Peyton dot cook. Ten K coming up. Oh yeah, ten K time. Run season. New series. I'm putting a new series. Run season. Man, you know, we should probably not do the ten K since we're not gonna do sub thirty. Yeah. I hadn't been able to do the training that I wanted, so don't even do it. Don't even try. My foot's broke. I can't even run. Yeah. I got a I got a toenail that's too long. I might as well stop. (laughs) I did a six miles in like an hour and twenty five minutes. (laughs) <laughs> that's slow if you don't know uh yeah. but you're crazy yeah i was on the treadmill you 5k today you what yeah it was a treadmill run and the treadmill is they just seem slower but i was just getting yeah. the mileage in lessons easy run yeah well i i don't have a hey, I'd, shout out i'd rather do a treadmill the, run shout out to one of the people i work with he's uh he's been Actually, getting into running. I just been talking Put about it. In. I think I wore my my ten k shirt or something one day, and he's like, "Oh man, you run?" Oh no, they saw the sticker on my car. Asked me that I ran a marathon. I was like, "Yeah." You got the hat on, bro. It's yeah, I don't. I don't wear Spartan hat, Spartan finisher shirts. They top any shirt I got. They like I've wore it like three times in one week. <laughs> the best looking shirt I got. <laughs> this year's a good. This year's a good year to get one of them, man. Yeah, usually the race shirts are pretty comfortable, but I probably need to get some different shirts because all you I, that's all I wear. <laughs> hey, we're going to wear our shirts for our our Spartan episode. Yeah. Okay. Hey, give yeah. Trevor one of yours. All right. I'll, you I'll, I'll give him the 10K one. <laughs> uh, I'll be like, not. Nah, haven't raced Spartan <laughs> Not <yet."> a finisher. <laughs> not a finisher. All right, boys, that's a wrap. All right, guys. Peace out. See y'all next See time. Out. Put work in. Thank you.